Shakamuni's Great Vow, from Chan Newsletter Number Four, April 1980. Practitioners come to retreat, hoping to get great benefit and go home a new person. This attitude is very good in itself, but it can also become an obstacle to practice. Harboring this desire will distract you from your method, and the harder you press, the greater the obstacle becomes. Expecting to gain something, as well as being afraid of not practicing well, are both incorrect attitudes. But while having a seeking attitude is counterproductive, you still need vows to keep yourself from faltering on the path. When he meditated beneath the Bodhi tree, Shakyamuni vowed to not rise from his seat until he realized supreme enlightenment. By fulfilling this vow, he became a fully awakened being. A Buddha. So, you should make a strong vow to put your whole self into your meditation, and to be concerned only with the practice. Once you know the directions to your destination, just get on with the actual traveling. Even if you cannot yet see the final destination, you need not be doubtful or anxious. To make a vow is to set the direction and the goal, and the practice is your vehicle. Great vows and diligent practice go together. Without both, you will waste time and not receive genuine benefit. At best, you may alleviate some karma. There are many kinds of obstructions in practice, and just about everyone has them. On this first day of retreat, some people are already experiencing obstructions. Some are angry with themselves, but don't know how to pacify their minds. As great as their hope is to practice well, it is hard to do so. Being eager to practice is good, but when one is overeager for results, it becomes an obstruction. This is an example of how an obstruction manifests. In other cases, the obstructions have not yet manifested, but lurk below the surface. There is a saying that one is like an ant in a hot frying pan. Before being liberated from the cycle of birth and death, someone who clearly understands the suffering inherent in the cycle of birth and death, and who works hard for liberation, already has the proper urgency towards practice. Indeed, only after one has glimpsed their true self-nature are they truly anxious to end transmigration. By contrast, over-anxiety is usually based on an unwholesome attitude. Such as envying someone who seems to be practicing well. Then there are those who are practicing very well, or who think they are practicing well. They see lovely visions, or hear beautiful music, or their body feels very comfortable, light, and joyous. These are signs that one is practicing well, and it is natural to feel elated. But if they cling to these experiences, They become obstacles to progress. When experiencing these things, do not attach to them; just acknowledge them and get on with the practice.